This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's the Volunteer Hotspot, proudly supported by Bakehouse on Bond. And welcome to this uh, Volunteer South Hotspot. Uh, so today we have uh, Kay Lang from Heritage Centre Waikawaiti on the line. Morena. Hi, how are you? I'm good, and you? Good, good, yep. Excellent. Right, and so um, you're you're uh, out in Waikawaiti, you run the, the brand spanking new Heritage Centre, and you're the curator, I understand. Yes, I am. So what We all it... wear many hats at our museum, so we do all sorts of jobs, but mine in particular is the curator, so I, I look after the artefacts and um, new accessions and things right. like that. Yeah, and so um, what, what does that involve in a, involve on a day-to-day basis? Well, opening up, the, we open up for 24 hours a week, and it's just opening up, making sure everything's nice and tidy, clean. Then we're ready to welcome guests or visitors, if you like. Mm-hmm. And then we just, if we've got jobs to do and there's nobody there, we can get on with our work either on the computer. We have a computer program called Past Perfect, which all our um, information and details are on about all our artefacts, the donors, the families that they come from. And then other jobs are done by the volunteers. It could be archiving. It could be even out to uh, brushing the cobwebs off the outside of the building. But mainly we're there just to make sure that when somebody comes in, we can inform them about the buildings themselves, about what we do, and ask if we can help them. Mm. Yeah. And so I actually hadn't really thought about that, that the cataloguing of of what what you have, what comes in, and and everything else. That must be a, a fairly time consuming task. Yeah. Well, when we when I first started, I've been involved for about thirteen years, and the collection hadn't been cataloged properly. So yeah. I went through the whole building, and that's when we were in the old building. And catalogued everything, meaning I gave them numbers, descriptions, and then a, a year or so later we got our computer program, so we transferred that information onto that. Mm. But we've got about, oh, if I said 15,000 items, Oof. not all of those are on display. We've got a storage facility or area in the new building. Um, but And, it, of course, we're, we're being given things all the time. Mm. You know, people are cleaning out their their cupboards or grandma's died and they think the museum might like this artifact or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, 15,000. Yep, that's a lot of typing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many bytes uh, it is, but it's quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so so lots of, I mean, and that's, that's yeah, and that's, of course, secondary to, to the fact you've got an artefact which has to be looked after um, and, you know. Yeah, there's always conservation properly. work required and making sure that when we do our displays that we're not harming any objects. Mm. And even the storage, you've got to make sure you don't harm the objects. I mean, some of them are up to, well, the the oldest thing I think we've got is a lovely old Paisley shawl coming from Paisley in Scotland. Mm-hmm. You should know about that. Oh, yeah. um, and it was made in 1804. Oh, and that came out with one of the first settling families when they came over. Crikey. 
Yeah, that, that's an old piece of clothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's some beautiful things and there's some interesting things. And we um, believe that we've got one of the best um, domestic collections because we've got that bank building in the front, which is dressed or, you know, we display our um, like a kitchen with all the things you'd expect in a kitchen, but they're very old things. Mm-hmm. It's surprising when people go through the building how they say, oh, my grandmother had one of those, or I remember my great-grandmother had one of those. Yeah. And the older we get, the more we can remember. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, and so... um so the the you've got the two buildings there, so the modern building, um, and then at the front the the heritage one listed bank building. Yes, um, it's a, it's one of the first buildings designed by J. A. Lawson, who also did several buildings in Dunedin plus the Seacliff uh, Asylum. Um, he did Nunnock Castle, mm. uh, Knox College, I think, First Church. So he's one of the early, you know, big architects uh, of Dunedin's um, early history. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, an impressive list. Yes, well, we're Heritage One listed, and we believe we're the uh, only bank building in existence in at least the South Island, if not all of New Zealand, with its original bank counter in situ. Mm. The building, the internal of the bank chamber, as we call it, has not altered at all. Oh, and so, and how old is the building? It was built in 1869, designed Oof. in 1867. So we've seen a fair bit of foot traffic through that yeah. bank building. Um, but, of course, the bank not only was the uh, home of the bank manager, but it was the where they all the business, local business, did their transactions for their money. Mm. And the gold that used to be bought down from the gold fields used to be stored there overnight. Right. Yeah. So a lot of history, and uh, of course, you know, a bank would have would have touched on most people's lives. Well, that's right. Yes, and of course, the family residing there—it's um, a two-story building. I don't know if you've seen it, yep. and it uh, has bedrooms, kitchen, parlour, the things you'd expect to see um, in a, a residence. Mm. And it was lived in, um, even though it was only by people who rented it, right until the late. Um, 1950s. Right, right. That, that's that's so, so. Some people will remember that. Well, we often have people calling in and say, "I used to stay here, or I used to visit so and so who lived here." And we've even had one of the old tellers who uh, used to work there come in, and he actually gave us some artifacts to put on display, which was lovely, and he could tell us some great stories about when he worked there, in that would be in the you know, 1940s. Oh, wow. Mm. And and that's what it's about, isn't it? It's not it's not so much about the artefacts, it's about the, the heritage that, that, the art, that the artefacts allow us to connect with. That's right, yeah. We can all, well, you can see something and say, oh, well, we've seen something similar, or like I say, Grandma used to have one. But I mean, we we see them in everyday life, but they just happened to be a hundred years ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, it it sounds fantastic. And so, um, you, you mentioned yourself, you know, so your 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 role there as as curator and the lots of other jobs. And so, you've got volunteers taking on all kinds of tasks there. Yes, we have. We've got 
we we do twenty four hours a week, and we have eighteen volunteers who give us at least three hours a month. But most people do two shifts, meaning they do six hours a month, mm-hmm. and some of us do more. Um, but we have to run the business of the museum as well as just manning the the desk and helping people out with research or mm. showing them the museum itself. So we we have to have a you know, a, tr- a treasurer and a secretary, and we have to write letters. Mm. And then we we are in the in the process of trying to raise funds and get an interest in having our front building, which is the 1869 building, restored. So Heritage um, Australia, uh, New Zealand, sorry, and um, historic places are interested in, in that being refurnished and re, you know, yeah. uh, renovated and restored back to its original condition. Wow! Yeah. So, and that, I mean, that's that's a that's a big project. Yeah. Well, that's our poor old treasurer, and who was also the lady that does our grants, does a wonderful job of um, contacting the right people. And we've already started on the process. But I mean, apart from that, we've got a one of our volunteers cuts the the grass out the front, and another volunteer was cleans off, as I said before, the cobwebs, and mm. other volunteers sweep the floor and. And help me in my job of um, doing the displays, mm-hmm. and whatever they want to do, I'm I'm happy for them to do. And most of them have got a great interest in history, of course. Mm-hmm. But some of them are just hoping to help or helping the community, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fantastic. And so, if people wanted to come along to the the Heritage Centre, um, so. They they can they can come they can have a look around they can book a tour of the older building. Yes, that that's right. right. The um, the back the back building or or the new building that we um, opened about fourteen months ago uh, is where we have our reception desk. It has our research centre. It has an exhibition hall and our uh, gift and souvenir and gallery. We are self funded, so we have this little shop that. We sell new items and gifts and souvenirs, mm-hmm. which helps us um, run the museum on its normal basis of electricity and rates and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Okay. So you, you, you've given us a good taste of the complexity of this. So well, I hope everybody on. wants to come out and visit now. We, um, we're we open one till four on Thursday, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and we're open ten till four Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And of course, you, you're on the, the the main drag in Waikoloti. Yeah, we're on the main drag. Uh, we're just as you come in from the the south. We're on the right hand side of the road. The the building is the bank building is quite. Uh, a nice decent size and you can see that and we obviously have opening signs and things that and also outside is the the beautifully re- renovated or restored um coach mm. we have a um a Cobb Co coach replica and that sits out pride of place next to the building yeah yeah, and it's it, you're certainly noticeable as you head into Waikowaiti. Uh, so that, that 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 beautiful big building and the with the uh, with the with the coach next to it. Yep. Excellent. So, well, um, uh, thank you so much for coming on and and letting us know about about um, 
the Hertie Centre and the work that goes into the Hertie Centre with those, those busy volunteers. And thank you for your efforts. I've certainly enjoyed visiting it and uh, I'll, I'll be visiting again. I haven't had the tour yet, so that's one one I can put on my list. Um, and um, so thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for including us in your programme. No problem at all. It's great to be able to tell the world about what we do and how we are. Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, yeah, and it's certainly got me thinking about how much effort there is behind the scenes. Um, in in you know, there's it's, it's like an iceberg, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> it is a little. <laughs> uh, even with the number of things, um, fifteen thousand. Well, that's right. Them. You can't display fifteen thousand items very well, so yeah. they're they're on in storage and in different archive rooms, etc. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Kay. All right. Um, thank you, Rob. And um, so if anyone wants to visit Waikowaiti Coast Heritage Centre, uh, you can visit that in Waikowaiti and it's open on Wednesdays and Thursdays, 1 till 4, Friday, Saturday and Sunday from 10 till 4. And when you're there, you can thank the volunteers for uh, doing such a sterling effort. Bakehouse on Bond is the bakery for all your snack and lunchtime needs. We are in two great locations in Dunedin, the main bakery in Bond Street and our new store at 138 George Street, next to Westpac. Got a fundraiser or catered event coming up? Check out our website, bakehouseonbond.com, for details. Bakehouse on Bond, proud supporters of the Volunteer South Hotspot. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.